So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. I can explain it rather simply. Like, it's, it's, if you're an, if you're an empathetic man and you don't necessarily engage well with, like, traditional masculine narrative, then you just kind of fall into the herd mentality. Mm-hmm. And you don't say, oh, this is the thing that I do. So, again, this is the thing that I'll reveal here. That I've, I've I've told literally less than ten people in my entire life. I'm 41, so I've there's a lot of people I know, mm-hmm. know too many people, but that's a different podcast. Um, I will allow myself mm-hmm. by saying nothing and appearing to be okay with the room to just meld into herd mentality if it behooves me to do so. If I'm surrounded by a bunch of like Broed out jock dudes who are like obviously not going to listen to something I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I know where I stand on the subject. Mm-hmm. You've got nothing to prove. And I know where they stand on the subject. Yeah. I'll be in the back, but I'm still in the back of a larger group. Mm-hmm. But I'll just, just pull this up to the back. Mm-hmm. I, I know you guys. All right. Mm-hmm. You guys know me. There's a hundred other things that we agree on. Like, we, we agree that the Wizards aren't making the playoffs this year and that Bryce Harper shouldn't be a, a Philly. But mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, our opinions on transgender people in the military, we may vastly differ. Mm-hmm. And if, I'm, if there are a hundred of us in the room, I'll happily be number 100 at the back of the line mm-hmm. on that one. But when we're talking about Bryce Harper, I'll be up number two or number three. Mm-hmm. But the second that conversation switches, I'll just pull back. I'll still be in your herd. I'll just pull all the way to the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you may not even notice I'm at the back. But when you look for me, I'm just not there. Mm-hmm. So would you say that you've removed yourself from the situation strategically? Absolutely. So that then, let's say that the conversation comes to something that's maybe a little bit more... Like, there are interesting dial tests, right? Right, yes. About, um, so, someone who's, like, diametrically opposed to you, you're not going to be able to convince them of your point of view or vice versa. Right. But people who are more centrist, especially if you use language that hasn't been really, like, hopped up and become a trope. Right. If you try to find different words for that stuff, you can talk to them and have a a positive conversation where each person feels seen. So do you feel like you remove yourself and become that 100th person for, so that then when you have the centrist conversations, you can still be there? Oh, yeah. My favorite thing to do is I'll pull back and then, okay, so everybody has a blind spot. Everybody in the I world. got two. Yeah. Minimum. Right. Everybody in the world has a blind spot where if they feel, okay, so anybody that says like, like okay, I don't like asparagus. Mm-hmm. There's an asparagus recipe somewhere in the world that will make them like asparagus. Mm-hmm. 
So anybody that says to me, and this is a, this is like in any conversation I have, anybody and people love to say crazy things to me because they feel like I say crazy things in the world. So like people will just come up to me and be like, "Man, I don't like gay people," and I'm like, "Whoa!" People just say that to you all the time, all the time. Because I, I have friends on both sides of the aisle. Okay, yeah. I do. Like, I, I And your ability to speak across yeah. the aisle, which is why I'm so glad yeah. that we have you I, here. I, 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 oh, my gosh. I, I, yes. I co-own a professional wrestling company. A lot of people in the professional wrestling industry, just from nature of where, like, wrestling as an industry is exciting for people, mm-hmm. are have very problematic opinions on things. And they know my opinions on things. So they'll just come to me and say, like, Marcus, I don't like gay people. And I'm like, okay. Well, we both, we both like Seth Rollins, right? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, then we'll move along, move along, move along, move along, move along, and everything seems to be okay. You know, Marcus is okay. Marcus is great. Like, you can, you can say anything to Marcus, it'll be fine. You can say anything to Marcus, and he'll just understand. But then there's like a moment where like, so give me an example. Um, I did a podcast for two years with a sex worker. And a lot of people have very pronounced opinions on sex work. And... Which is unfair. Right. Like, and let's just not be even real. Cool. Swerf feminism is yeah. bad feminism. It's just stupid. Like, it's just like, ah, it drives me crazy. And I'm like, and eventually it's like, I'll pull people that'll be like, yeah, I don't like those kinds of people. And I'm like, all right, cool. It was always like tied in some way to that and tied into some way to like, you know, anti feminist rhetoric. And then I pull the bit and say, well, you know, you listen to the podcast I do. Yeah. Well, you know, she's also like, college lecturer and she also has like three degrees and just things oh you mean that podcast you do yeah well then she's the exception well there's an exception wow people are so funny and then you're like they're sitting i'm like so wait 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 there's an exception right yeah okay so what if i told you that there's like 100 people in the world that are like this so are there like 100 exceptions Man, I don't like being your friend. <laughs> you always make it hard. Well, That's what I do. I do it. I, I, it's my. To do. It's one of yeah. my favorite things in the whole entire world to do. Good. Is like get people to like will say crazy things to me. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I had someone say to me six weeks ago, "I don't like gay people." And then it's like I've been slowly just sliding. Mm-hmm. Gay iconography. Yeah. They're away. Mm-hmm. So and, what were some of, of the, like, things you came back with? Oh, like, um, well, Pose is always fun because Pose is just a great show. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, yeah, did you see that? Yeah. Like, my son likes that show. Well, is your son gay? No. Well, have you watched the show? No. <laughs> well, watch the show. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. Well, I'll watch the show. I like the soundtrack. So you like music that gay people listen to? Yeah. Well, just on that show. Well, watch another week. Yeah. You might be right. I stand corrected. <laughs> okay. Stand don't be don't be mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate being, and, and, and I get it all the time. I get the, I hate being your friend. And I'm like, well, uh, don't hate being my friend. Because you keep coming back. Yeah. Like, you come back for more. Yeah, you keep having these conversations and you keep saying crazy things to me that are completely absurd. 
And that's the thing. Like, you learn how to, like... Again, it's Deal with back. the hysterical men? Yeah, you come back and just... Hey, look what yeah, Marcus can do! It's just the thing. Like, because for me, it's like... And that's the thing with having, like, the level of empathy I have because of the amount of emotional work I do. Mm-hmm. I have the longest leash for people. Like, and people that won't be ever short of lease always get mad at me about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you should just tell that person off. Like, so every day on my Facebook feed, I post the news of the day. Like, news that in- intrigues me. And uh, admittedly, I'll post stuff sometimes that I know is going to, like, anger people. Like, like today I posted about, you know, Trump on the 4th is going to have tanks roaming down Constitution Avenue. Not ominous at all. No, no. But, but the thing is that a lot of my friends are... Veterans of foreign wars mm-hmm. and, you know, like, defense contractors happen to professionally wrestle. So, like, you know, like, they had a bunch of likes. Like, yeah, Trump's bringing the, the you know, the, 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 the all of the military gear. It's going to show it off. Because, you know, some of those guys, like, built. Like, we're friending builds tanks, like, for a living. Like, that's one of the main things he does. And it's like, he's really happy because he's like. I've made an armored tank. Mm-hmm. And it's going to... And that is an impressive thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's, yeah. like, he's like, no matter what, like my tank is going to roll down Constitution Avenue. He's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm like, and then there's some people that are like, yeah, that doesn't show tyranny. And I'm like, okay. And you'll do that. And then you like see these two sides. And then I'll probably, you know, like my friends will probably DM me. Why are you friends with these people? And I'm like, well, again, like you said, I'm like, said something similar, like, you know, what if you built the tank? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yeah, that would be kind of cool, I guess, if yeah. a thing that I built was rolling down Constitution yeah. Avenue yeah. Yeah. on July 4th in front of millions of people. That would make me cool. And I'm like, does that make my friend a bad person? Yeah, he knows how to do engineering that you can't do <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yes and then, that's and real then, and then it's like that's damn real it's like and i and i do i do this with i do this with trump supporters too where like i do this with my friends being mad at trump supporters i do the same thing where i'm like okay so um let's say you came from six generations of people that worked in coal mines and you could have been generation number seven Like, yeah, black lung disease is a problem because six generations of people have died of black lung, lung disease. Mm-hmm. But let's say that's, like, literally the only skill your family has. Mm-hmm. Damn! And they're like, I have a point. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, or do you want them to suddenly learn, like, you know, another trade? Like, how hard do you think that is? What if I told you to learn Korean tomorrow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. tomorrow, you have to learn Korean. Right. And you have to be proficient in it in like a week. Mm-hmm. And wow. it's one of those things. It's like, that's that, that's what I'm talking When you talk about emotional labor and the amount of work it takes, and then especially in regards to like this podcast and people understanding the gender divide, like that's a thing. Like people have to be willing to like engage in, and, I, and I'll, I'll coin the term here, just like I coined the one about honest care, severe empathy. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing like severe work, especially given the na- okay. So like we we elected a person that like ten percent of the people of, in our country like as president. Mm-hmm. We did that, and we're gonna probably do it again. 
I know. It's I know. 10% of all of the people. 10%. Like, it's crazy. 10% of all of the people like this person. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. Like, you might have voted for this person because you're like, I don't like the other person. But like 10% no, of the people like, genuinely like this, like person. this person. 10% of all of wow. the people. There's 350 million people that live in this country. And 10% of us like, like him. Us is the collective American us. Like him. 10%. Like, which is, which is, by the way, twice more than 5%. <laughs> like this guy. And it's like 35 million people. That's like maybe like the population of like California. I know. Uh. Which is like a sliver, by the way, California. A sliver yeah. on the edge of a massive map of a country. Yep. Yeah. So at that point, you have to stop and go, the level of empathy it takes to get like, 90% of people to, like, understand a thing mm-hmm. is severe because you're asking people to cross a line that they're not willing to cross. And if you even do this to the level of you're talking about, like, gender, which is even a heat, more heated topic than voting for the president, which is a thing that only some people can do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have to, like, you know, not have been arrested. You have to, like, ideally not be black. <laughs> things. Yeah. You know, like, not be Latino. Things. Like, only certain people can really vote for president. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to gender, which everybody has an opinion on, because everybody falls into one or two or three or four gender categories, however you want to look at it, like, everybody's got an opinion. And everybody's opinion is valid. It's not like, again, it's not like voting for president where some people's opinions are valid. But when it comes to talking about gender, everybody's opinion is valid. Mm-hmm. 